You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome to the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. John and Sophie are here and Scott's not because he's sick. What do we talk about? So many things. We talk about Akira Doves, Until the Ribbon Breaks, DeLorean Concerts, Weird Music News, Cops, True Detective, Men, Butts, Poor, Steve Buscemi, Vampire, Bleh, TV shows, so many TV shows, The King in Yellow, and Mount Gox goes completely. Yeah, and somehow we touch on EVE Online again. We go talk about Bitcoins in detail. D&D with John and the Death of Baby. Scott's all sick and stuff, which is sad. We talk about the gold medal game, Mank Babcock, the Bravest Warrior, and Andon Fart Sparkles. Fart Sparkles! I like Fart that Sparkles. said Mike Babcock. Isn't that his name? Yeah, it is! God this damn is it. the 9 to 5 Entertainment What's system. his name? It's Where's Mike Babcock. Is it? sort of like warms our hearts due to nostalgia but yes. I don't think it's it, a great fucking dub like I don't think there's it, a lot of scenes that make not a lick of sense unless you <laughs> unless you're like willing to stretch oh maybe they meant that by that sentence yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then you're like okay maybe and I certainly I've never seen it subbed like I just remember the dub from our childhood oh. Leonardo was Canada I oh, saw no. it subbed I've only ever seen it the subbed. first time the first time I saw it was subbed I was like something like 14 mm-hmm. and then yeah the the English version the old one with the Tetsuo Kaneda yelling. So yeah. Just Wait, so did classic. they get rid of that in the new one? No, I don't. No, I don't no, know. No, I mean, that's there. like that's that's pretty key. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know to be honest. I'm not moving away from you from your feet, Sophie. I'm moving away from you so that we're a little bit further apart due to microphone proximity. Uh-huh. I just felt really shitty that I just like got up and moved away, and Sophie was complaining. I wasn't going okay. to say anything. That's another one of those visual <laughs> gags we're not supposed to talk about. <laughs> Anyway, why can't yeah. I see my voice levels? That's usually how I can tell how loud I can talk. You're, you're, you are there. Don't worry. I don't know why it's not showing up on the meters right now, but it's there. It's this must be fascinating. Anyway, so check this out. Yeah. So the one thing that was really cool about the new dub of Akira, okay, is that if you watched Trigun, anyone watch Trigun? No. Nope. Sure, I've seen an episode or two. Anyway, so did you get far enough to get to Knives? I f- don't remember. There's Vax the, Stamp- Vax the Stampede, the $60 yeah. billion double dollar man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his brother, who goes a little fucking crazy with power, is Knives. Right, but then it's also Leonardo and what's his face? No, like, no, 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 but it's not the same voice actors as that, but in the new dub, yeah. uh, Vash is uh, Kaneda and Knives is Tetsuo. Yeah. So you're like, I've heard these fucking voices, like, almost have this conversation, like, yeah, what are you doing? Fighting with each other. And, like, freaking out and, like, Trying to like appeal to the other one's Why humanity. Why is my arm all big? <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's a line in the movie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Why is my arm all big? <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, it's been a while since I've seen it, <laughs> but I would not be surprised. Mm. Well, yeah. Anyway, so when I was watching the band that we're currently listening to, if you hear any of this bad music, is uh-huh. uh, until the ribbon breaks. They yeah, you went to see for, a show on Friday. Yeah, I went to go see a show on Friday. Say that again. Until the ribbon breaks. Okay. We're a band from the UK. They were opening up from a band. From I don't know where uh-huh. Europe I feel like called DeLorean, like the car that like Marty drives. The car that Marty drives. DeLorean. Yeah. This is actually something I wanted to look up for this podcast, uh-huh. but then totally yeah, didn't. Forgot. <laughs> I know the story, but I don't know enough details about it. So maybe we're going to touch on this again when I look it up. That's but great. DeLorean as a band actually got fucking kidnapped in Mexico what? For, like, what? for ransoms. That's fucking fascinating. Yeah, and I know. Probably horrifying also. Absolutely like, horrifying. Yeah. Like, that has to be fucking, like, they were like, you're a white fucking band, so people will pay ransom. You must be millionaires. Well, and yeah. presumably you have traveler's insurance and stuff, and like... Yeah, I don't know if that covers kidnapping. I think it does. Like, there's really? A, I, I, it's, there, I think there's a, like a specific traveler's insurance that you're supposed to take out if you're going into like, Kidnap territory. Kidnap territory, <laughs> exactly. That's it, where you yeah. you take it out. Anyway, so yeah, DeLorean was kick-ass, and this band, Until the Ribbon Breaks, were, were really good. And they were playing, hmm. why we were talking about 
Akira, they were playing movie clips in the background and stuff. And right. Akira looked right. so good, and his motorcycle looked so good. It always looks so good. That that little like light glowy effect that they yeah, put yeah. The, yes. to this day, I cannot see that opening scene where he takes off into Neo Tokyo yep. and, and there's like the trails behind him without just like. Yeah. The one I particularly like is when they're having that motorcycle fight against that clown gang. Yeah. Yeah. That well, that's that's right that yeah, that's, that's the beginning. Yeah, that's the setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Canadian's a badass. What does it say on his thing? What thing? Uh, on it's the just a pill on his jacket. Yeah. No, no, it's a pill on his jacket, but on the bike, it has something weird on his on his bike. There's a lot of stickers on his bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. but there's one of them that always makes me like laugh. I wonder anyway. if we're getting to the age where it would be possible to have a fully functional replica of Canada's bike. Someone has it. But yeah. The thing, yeah. But like, I saw it on the. Internet. I want lightning on the wheel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a, I want glow streaks. Yeah, and lightning on the wheel. Yeah, and also it needs to be really like stupid fast. Yeah. Dangerously fast. <laughs> <laughs> needs to be very easy to hurt yourself on. <laughs> Just crash right away. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to that weird band news about them getting kidnapped. Who got kidnapped in Mexico? The band DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah, yeah. If you look it up, uh, you can read all about it. I'm going to. I was really. I was like. Like, I knew knew about it before the show, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk a little bit about the show. Yeah. And then I was like, I need to look up this thing about Was the it movie. a good show? You actually said nothing about the quality of the entertainment. It was really, really good. Is that uh, Il Motor? Uh-huh. Um, which has shitty sound, but kind of knew that going in. The okay. upside was is that it was a fucking um, after-service charges, a $16 show. That's great. Which was yeah. like, I mean, which I, not to say that that excuses bad sound, <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think like... Nothing. Ever. Excuses bad sound yeah. at a sound at, at a concert. It's yeah, like you go to a concert, you got one job. Yeah. you're there to sound like, good. Exactly. Yeah. But like that—that's the thing. Like the issue, the issue with Il Motor, where I can kind of understand, is that they're like kind of like a, a punk rock slash like dubstep venue. So those speakers are just like shot abuse. Like yeah. the high like wail of punk, and then the like fucking constant like bass of fucking dubstep. And then you have like some like intricate fucking breakbeat stuff yeah, going they, on. They have one job. I know. I'm aware yeah. of that. I'm not, like I said. I'm not excusing the sound. Okay. How much are notoriously has shitty sound, and it kind of you kind of know that going to the venue. But it's like yeah. it's so I don't even know what to do as a venue if you're in that spot though. You're like, well, the stuff that brings in the money fucking annihilates our speakers, rips our speakers up all the time, and then yeah. every now and then we'll have fucking acts that are a little more sensitive exactly that need a bigger bit of a range and you get like <sighs> i was a bit disappointed when i saw slayer recently the sound wasn't that great Where? Like, rain and blood was a bit of a letdown because of that um i don't know it was at it pitsy nearby there Some, uh, uh, i'd never been Near i've never seen them but i heard they still put on a great show yeah slayer yeah. yes yeah. even they... even without jeff hanneman yeah yeah they they won the the amp war at heavy mtl that year Really? Where it was like just in the in the uh, as the evening progressed, like each and every band just set up more and more fucking stacks Speakers of marshals, <laughs> and then like fucking I think Slayer had like thirty two, uh, and it's just like towers of them on either side of Slayer, and you're like lols. I wanted to go back to weird music news that you were talking about earlier because as I lay dying, as I lay dying, yeah, uh, one other guy's Tim something pleaded guilty. To murder of his girlfriend or something, to right? To trying to hire a hitman to yeah. murder his wife. And he's getting Hit nine years in prison. Yeah, apparently. I just thought they were in video games and movies. <laughs> in the article that I read, I, I kind of skimmed over it uh, earlier today, and it mentioned that the, the supposed hitman was apparently an undercover cop. Wow. And yeah, Ooh. so that's why he changed his plea from not guilty to guilty. He's yeah, like, fuck eight, it, just send me to jail. Eight years or something, right? Nine. Nine. Nine years. Okay. Not that I'm gonna like hire a hitman or whatever else like that, but I always thought that when if it was like an undercover cop and you hire it, isn't there like some degree of entrapment? Depending, they have to be super careful on how they do I'm that. I'm sure that they're super careful about that. Yeah, kind yeah, of there thing. are processes. Like I don't know if if you like talk if I, if you talk to all your friends about getting a hitman, and then one of your friends is like, "Hey, yeah, I guess I found a hitman for you." And yeah. then you, you, that ends up being a cop. Like you, you absolutely hunted out that guy to murder somebody for you. I guess so. There's not a lot of. No, maybe no, no, he I just did... happened to be a cop who was in deep cover for a long time. <laughs> maybe he just happened to be a man. cop who yeah. was also hitman on the side, and then yeah. the job was complicated. So he's like, you know what? I'm just going to turn this guy yeah, in. This is way too much hassle. Instead of doing the hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of cops, anyway, wait. So let's finish up the Delorean thing. Sorry. Huh. <laughs> what? Like, go on. Speaking of cops, I have yeah. a thing about cops. Fuck those cops. Said it. Anyway, so yeah, DeLorean was really, really good, and Until the Ribbon Breaks was really good. I yeah. recommend checking out both of them if you have not all. What kind of music it. are they? Um, Dubstep, right? No. Nope. <laughs> uh, 
Until the Ribbon Breaks is kind of like like down tempo, almost like trip hop, breakbeaty stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeLorean is, I would say, like sort of like a synth synth pop, but with a bit of a psychedelic kind of thing going on. They're a little that bit. Sounds like Yase. They're they're super similar to Yase. Well, then actually. I really want to listen to them because <laughs> you fucking recommended Yase to me two weeks ago, and I've literally not stopped listening to them since. They're then. super good. They're super good. Yeah, they're in, they're in a very similar vein to Yase. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. High five. So. But yeah, speaking of cops, yeah, is I'm watching True Detective. Oh yeah, so is, oh, everybody keeps talking about which this. So is yeah, the internet. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> I just we I was talking about that with Levac earlier today. That's messed up. Yeah, it's fucking super cool. Yeah, like really good. And I don't know if you heard the. So we're gonna I'm gonna try to do this as spoiler free as yeah, possible. Yeah, it's pretty important because it's it called a, True Detective. True Detective, like True American. Okay, is it available on Netflix? Absolutely not. It's an HBO show. Oh okay. okay. Yeah, and it's and, it, and it's like it's happening presently. Okay. Like, I think that it's going to be eight episodes, and I think the sixth just came out. Jeez, and people are like, you're, this is, like, worth downloading episode to episode? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And it also has a, it's a, like, one continual story arc. It's in that same, it has that same feeling of, like, a Boardwalk Empire or Game of Thrones or whatever else like okay. that, where you're like, I'm watching a big movie. Right. Like, it doesn't... Yeah, it, somebody mentioned that. It feels more like watching a movie than a series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like if you're just watching an eight-hour movie. And that's the other thing, too. Even for the HBO format, like... Each and every episode is a full hour, no like fifty-five minutes. Yeah, they don't fuck around. They're like it's a f- no, no, but like you like you watch Game of Thrones and Boardwalk, and there's like oh sometimes they're fifty or fifty-five, whatever. Okay. True Detective is just always like the full fucking hour. Like, okay, so I need th- to ask because it's HBO. How many tits have they shown thus far? Not that many. Like consi- not that many is the answer. So some already. <laughs> Obviously, and just a handful Why? of episodes. Sorry. What, there's, what does there's- that bother you? It it bothers me because they don't show as much. Oh, they show a stuff. lot of man ass too. Do they? Yeah, it's cops, man butt. Do do cops they shower and stuff? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I will download this <laughs> man it, butt. It's it's not it's not nearly <laughs> as it, with the nudity. It's not nearly as gratuitous as uh, like Thrones. as Game of Thrones or Boardwalk or even Boardwalk. Because like Boardwalk, there is next to no male nudity, but like, who would want it? Steve Buscemi? Yeah, yeah I want to see him naked. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing I want. Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. They were talking about HBO is so happy that fucking reverse cowgirl exists as a position. Yeah. So it can show Steve Buscemi having sex without needing to show any Steve, of Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi. <laughs> him below the knees is yeah, too exactly, much. Exactly. Yeah. You just see his his bony little legs, and then an attractive <laughs> woman having sex with him. No Steve Buscemi needed. Yeah. That's so mean. Yeah, but it's Steve Buscemi. He'd even agree. Yeah, he's a weird, gross guy. He was like the weird, gross guy in Adam Sandler comedies in the 90s. <laughs> that was like his role. Anyway, so True Detective <laughs> stars Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Whoa! Yeah. McConaughey. Fucking star power and McConaughey! Yeah, and, and the cool thing is, though, is that they're, they want to do this series anthology style mm-hmm. so that each season is going to be... Um, two different detectives okay so like what they're hoping for is like equal star power every season because i only need to get these guys on for eight episodes right so the shooting schedule is only like a little more intense than a movie yeah yeah. right like eight hours versus like a three-hour movie so like yeah it is more intense than a movie but it's like it would be like the shooting schedule of say two movies as opposed to as opposed to like a fucking commitment for years and years and years right so like they're they're hoping to be able to like use this as a springboard to like have like equal fucking mega star powers in the lead. Now all the, the time. title "True Detective" sort of implies there is some truth to any of this. Are these like real stories, or are they? No, 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 no. True Detective <laughs> is, is meant more to be a play on the uh, on like old like pulp pulp stories, being like true detective stories of like whatever else like that. Like, huh. like is, that's... is it like set back in the past, or is it present? Uh, no, it's set, well, it's so the framing device of it. Uh, and this is like from the first episode this is absolutely spoiler free if you're okay. worried about spoilers yeah. is they're interviewing both uh, both McConaughey and Harrelson's character in like present time uh-huh. and they're talking about um, the big case that they had in the mid 90s Okay. so it's like almost 20 years after the fact and they keep like and it's the two of their accounts going back and forth the he said she said not Set really. Up. They they never they never um, they never go back and forth in terms of like contradicting each other or okay, whatever. But okay. it's just like the stuff with McConaughey is told by McConaughey, right? And the stuff with fucking Harrelson is told by Harrelson. Crazy. Yeah, and it's super cool. And the other thing too that it fucking does is fucking drops fucking. And then these are spoilers. Yeah, okay. So you ready? If you're oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna watch it. I'm really, I'm really gonna, spoilers. I'm really not gonna. Uh, just spoil 
little story elements. You know what? The whole time you say it, I'm going to be like, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear okay, it. Okay, do it in your head. I want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> there's like kind of like a bit of an occulty making me vibe. Like the first, like this is, and again, these are like the barest Okay, this is in, how, in two episodes of the season, right? Yeah, no, this is in the first episode. Like okay, when they, as, soon, as soon as they find the body. Okay, so there's, there's occulty things. There's an occulty thing. It's like okay. the girl's like bound Is this to... Arkham Horror, the TV show? It because is not Arkham Horror. If it Horror, is, the TV I fucking show. I want to be there. However, I want to go to in there. like episode two, the fucking, they're like, they're reading a girl's diary and she, and she talks about the king in yellow. That is. Oh, I want to be balls deep in this. Delightful. Yeah. And I it's know. like, and ah. it's. <laughs> oh my god, the visuals! <laughs> John loves getting balls deep the into, king in yellow. into the king of yellow. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like they they talk about the king in yellow, and then they also and like I don't know how deep they're gonna go, yeah. but like there's certainly like there's like a bit of iconography, like a weird little spiral thing uh-huh. that like maybe is their take on the yellow sign. I don't know. Like oh, one man. of the guys gets visions, but you're like, is it drugs or is it? That visions? is so exciting. Are like, they doing? Is, did someone somewhere finally be like, oh hey, we could do anything we want with this Cthulhu shit, and it would be totally great. And, and the internet loves Cthulhu, so. But, it, but even. And then they did it. They're doing it right. By or not or they're it. like not even doing it at all, and they're just gonna like leave it. Yeah. You know, like like they don't even need to fucking ever ever drop tentacles on us. Yeah, they could totally. just like. It's just a crazy person who believes that the shit's real and Amazing. that's what goes out. The world needs more tentacles, I have to say. I'm kind of sick Japan of vampires. Japan disagrees. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm totally sick of I should say the vampires of Japan and disagree. werewolves and zombies are kind of like they've they've outworn their they're worn out. They're welcome. I just I, I'm ready for something new, and I think Cthulhu is I, totally. I disagree. I think that vampires still need to be done correctly because they have yet to ever have been done correctly. It's, it's I don't know. I don't it, know about that. What? Go ahead. Name like. Like a vampire movie that was like outstandingly excellent. I really like Dracula. I th- it go back and rewatch it. It's incredibly dated right now. Yes, yes, it is. But I and, still really like. And it. also, it's like it's the classic vampire story without addressing any of the like the more modern vision of vampires that was birthed out of like those. the society but, of vampires yeah. and whatever else like that. Like if you think of, if you think of some anything that gets close. Which the only one is Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Yeah, which, is, which was fucking fantastic. But there's so much more to do with it than that. What do you mean? Because of the book? No. Like, because... Think of how much vampire shit we've played. How many good stories could be told inside of that setting? And how much they never have been in No, that's in true. Films. They're always done in, like, the cheesy, hyper-sexed-up, true-blood kind of sense. Or corny, or they're just, like, violence action movies. When they, there could be, like, drama. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody has ever gotten vampires right. Yeah. Like, well, interview was fucking right. Yeah, interview was, inter- like, really, interview was really, really good. But and then, but even then, it was just a good adaptation of a book. Like, I don't think yeah. anybody's done told an original vampire story on film, really. Yeah. And even then, Dracula was based on a book. Yeah. Like nobody has had an original vampire idea that was good. Yeah. Like. You mean specifically for film? Yeah, specifically for film or TV, television or film. Yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> like Kindred the Embarrassed. Hmm? Oh my God! Yeah, we're not yeah. going there. Yeah. Well, we did like the what do you call it? Uh, that one vampire story, which was very solitary vampire. That one there from Fantasia, Midnight Sun. Oh yeah, Midnight Sun was great. Midnight Sun was but, a lot of fun. But teeny tiny in scope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In terms of the like big network of vampires, whatever. True Blood got so close and then fucked it all over the place. Yeah. Is it canceled? Like, is it? I heard like murmurings that it was not renewed, but it's not exactly wow. the same as canceled. But yeah. that's like, as close to it, close to it as it gets right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which. I fucking dropped it this season, like uh, completely, I I like, and I was, an episode. I was like, and I was already fucking sick of it, but I kept, kept fucking going on and on, <laughs> just like watching it out of habit, and then it got so shitty that I was like, yeah, fuck this stupid show. Are wow. you guys watching Walking Dead? Because I'm hearing a lot of people saying that about it now. Really? What? Yeah, a lot of people are fucking saying did, Walking I, Dead, either reading it or watching the show. I was gonna wait for the new, like this, the season to finish before. Well, because I don't know, season two, I thought it was really good. Well. It lagged at the beginning. Yeah, right? and, then, and then ramped it up at the end. And then as soon as they were in... No, that's season three. You're thinking... Season three was really good. That's the one. Okay. Season two ends with them finding the prison. Yeah. Season yeah, two, yeah. It was a little slow at the start. Season two had a really, really slow at the start yeah. when it was just fucking them hanging out at the thing. Yeah. But even then, even if the comics... Like, I think I was talking about this in the thread the other day. With the Walking Dead comics, I'm kind of like... get Like, the, the cycle of like, we're safe. We can rebuild here. Nope. Everything went wrong! Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, it just, that cycle 
they're getting, they're up at round issue hundred something now. Yeah. And you're like, you can't. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do to fucking fix that. How do you, how do you break that? That's what the zombie story is. I know that. That's what zombies are about. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking like. Along the same lines, I made a hearty recommendation for um, uh, Downton Abbey the last time we spoke. Yes. And um, holy sweet fucking balls, it only has one season. Do not continue on. Like, I, like, I was so pumped about it, and so like I was like chain-watching the episodes. And yeah. then the first season, like I said, was this like charming – yeah, it was a little soap opery, but whatever. It was like romantic and kind of fun and, and yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. Okay, season two – like jumps the shark in episode one and like every psychotically stupid afternoon daytime soap opera trope that you can imagine gets mm-hmm. thrown into the show one <laughs> after the other to the point where you're like oh yeah and now this guy's gonna have amnesia and he gets amnesia and, then, oh and now this guy's gonna get an honorable war wound and now this this like it's just so fucking stupid so and so is gonna fall ill and die and oh no so and so and so and so can't be together like it's a, it's an apocalypse. I can't believe how fast it went from like delightful to completely toxic. Did did you read, did you like look on the internet? Does it maybe get itself back underneath? I don't even know. There's only the two seasons on Netflix, so maybe okay. there's more. But yeah, I think well, I think they did season three right now. Okay. Because what was it? The show? There was a show that like I wanted to slap the writers. They had something so good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I forget there was a, there was a sh- Dexter. Yeah, Dexter. De- Dexter's yeah. the one that like managed to fucking get its feet back under it for season four. And but then that, also, then also fucked up again. Yeah, afterwards. like I, I heard that like season four is where it should have ended. They ha- they did it right, and then season yeah, yeah. five and six didn't. Yeah, well, the season two was yeah. so so. Season three was abominable, fucking terrible. Yeah. Then it got its feedback under it for season four, and then it was just downhill. But yeah. those are all based on books, right? Only the yeah. first one. Oh really? Only no, the, isn't there three? There, there's mul- there's, dreaming there's and multiple books, yeah. but only the first one is related to the series. Huh. Like they get they're very very different. Like apparently like. Family Dexter and Baby Dexter just like is not a thing in the books. The yeah. books keep him fucking cold and fucking distant and fucking like, like holy shit! Like the show that I would have kept watching. Exactly, exactly. Like the <laughs> yeah. show that makes fucking logical sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know I'm a heartless psychotic killer. Why don't I fucking have a kid? That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah exactly. The books like they diverge. Like they have like the same starting point. Like yeah. the season one and the first book are the same, but then after that they're apparently okay. like wildly different. Dexter, but his books. Yeah, and the fucking True Detective. So yeah, hearty recommendation to True Detective. <laughs> Books King and Yellow reminded me that I wanted to read the King and Yellow. Yeah, which uh, King and Yellow. I want to say Robert W. Chambers might okay. be Richard W. Chambers. Written in the eighteen hundreds, eighteen ninety five. Right. So and this is fucking proto Lovecraft stuff, mm-hmm. like thirty years before Lovecraft basically like hit his stride. I've never heard of this. Okay. Well, you played Arkham. Yes. You know Haster. What? Okay, no. He's one of the Elder Gods. He's one of the Elder Gods. Well, specifically, yeah. v- often referred to almost as the King in Yellow. Uh-huh. And Lost Carcosa is also out of the King in Yellow. Yeah. And just also the whole notion of, like, the artists, like, being fucking pushed around by, like, a malevolent... Lost Carcosa? Isn't that the carcass? Lost, not lost. Lost. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It would be the lost carcass, but it's sort of a lost city. Like, equivalent to something like Rillier really, yeah, or whatever. For like. some reason, Carcosa makes me think of, like, Barbados and pirates. <laughs> I think that's because... Barbosa? Uh, Barbosa, <laughs> yeah. Barbosa I think it's because of Captain Barbosa yeah, you're thinking of. Yeah, that's it. Carcosa. Yeah. No, he says it, Barbosa. Yeah, yeah he is. He's up. Captain Barbosa. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Jeffrey Rush in Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. <laughs> anyway. Hey, anywho. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's this collection of short stories that are all based around the idea that there's this play called The King in Yellow mm-hmm. that is, like exquisite art that like the first fucking act of it by reading it you like start to go a little crazy and if you even read like the first sentence of the second act you're like you're done what happens if you read the third no like you're, you, know, you read the whole thing and but it's like after the first if you read the first line of the second act you'll have to finish it uh-huh. you're pretty much done like like there's like a guy who like fucking throws it into a fire after reading the first act uh-huh. and then like accidentally like reads part of it as it's burning of the second act and then like immediately like dives into the fire to like so that he could read it completed okay. the style that this thing is written in is it like the like the bronte sisters style like how, no it's a, it's how does it read it's it reads fucking extremely modern like i huh. kept checking to be like is this a fucking translation like or whatever I could, or something yeah exactly like a rewrite it reads it reads um i would even say it reads more contemporary than even lovecraft 
Like, it's all first person. Yeah. And it, it's very, like, very Lovecraftian. Like, I pondered upon this, and the right, shadow right, right. crept behind me, and I looked into his visage. And you're like, it's... Okay. okay. Reads a lot like that, but feels even a little less dated than uh, than Lovecraft does. Huh. But super fucking fun. Like, talks about Haster, talks about the King in Yellow, talks about Yellow Sign. Like, Haster seems to be more like a place than a, Weird. Than a dude. Like, it's Haster and Hiatis and another one and stuff. It's not like a state of mind or a state of being. But that's it. But some people yeah. says, like, like, I am the son of Haster. But then it also sort of talks about a place. Because, like, the actual contents of the play are very... Like, there's just, like, sometimes, like, the book quotes it yeah. and stuff. But you <laughs> never actually, like, really get into what the play is about. Like, the Pallid Mask and stuff is straight out of there. Like, huh. like a whole bunch of stuff that's very, very, like, heavily stole, like, Arkham, borrowed upon, yeah. Yeah, borrowed upon by Lovecraft, but yeah. I mean, also when we're playing Arkham Horror, like... Well, I don't know. Does does Lovecraft mention any of this stuff? Or, like, Haster, write directly about it? Haster is in the Pantheon. And I don't know if it's yeah, in the Lovecraft Pantheon or if it's just in the Cthulhu Pantheon. Yeah, because this sounds like the extended universe that other people assembled together. And, like, if if Lovecraft drew inspiration from this book and, and like, mentioned it in his copious amounts of writings, that's yeah, possible. Yeah. Well, but... Love, Lovecraft cited him as a major influence. Yeah, okay. And also... Uh, and, but apparently this guy, like, this book is pretty much, like, it for his... <laughs> it's accomplish- always written. No, he's written a whole bunch of other stuff, but, like, some of it was just, like, he wrote fucking, like, historical fictions. Huh. He wrote fucking... He, at the, towards the end of his career, he was writing, like, romantic novels. Weird. And stuff, like, just to any, like, and... And well, openly... make a living somehow. Yeah, and, and even, like, is said in interviews to be, like... Yeah, I fucking needed to make a living, so I just wrote, like, these romance novels. But, like, he wrote a couple, of st- bunch of strange fiction right at the beginning uh-huh. of his career, and then became, like, a completely other, other like, style of writer, huh. like, later on in his career. And, like, Lovecraft, like, criticized him, being like, he had the correct brain. <laughs> and, and it's like, but did not execute. Or whatever the fuck yeah. Lovecraft would say. Anyway, super fucking fun. Super good read. I'm about, I think, maybe about a third of the way through. Is it on your Kindle? Yeah. Fuck. Well, it, anybody could read it. Yeah. It's 120 years old. It's free on the internet. Uh, there's a link. It's free? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's 120 years old. There's no copyrights law on it anymore. I yeah. don't... You're telling me this like I should know it. You should Born know about copyright knowledge. law. Yeah. <laughs> it's shared knowledge. I put the link in the thread the other day. Of, yeah. of It's in every digital format possible. I have not been in the email thread, and since I started training for my new job, this thing has eated, eat, eaten my brain. See? Eated my brain. This is proof. Like Lovecraft. Pretty like much. Brain has, yellow. Your brain has been eaten. I was I was trying to put cream in my coffee earlier, and I noticed I was pouring the cream directly into the bin as opposed to in the coffee. Huh. <laughs> That's a sign you need some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed on my own, I think. Yeah. I've done stuff like that before. You put the box of cereal in the fridge. And oh, like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, That's not where that goes. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. I was, uh, what the fuck did I do? Like, I did another thing similar to that where I just like put coffee directly into the garbage and it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> like like the grinds I'm just yeah. like in they go and I'm like wait that happens after I make the coffee like, not, <laughs> not before it's like nicely pack it into the thing and then yeah. just like throw it away and be like there's no coffee there's now only garbage <laughs> super sad oh, you guys man. hear about Mount Gox exploding today Gox you have to tell me what Gox is it's a mountain Mount Gox G-O-X no it's not a mountain actually it's um, one of the largest bit tor- or bitcoin exchanges on the planet okay. it operates out of Japan and um, people have been saying for a little while that things have been going wrong over at Mount Gox. And um, the report came out that they either got hacked or ran away with something like $300,000 worth of bitcoins. So they took every coin that somebody had deposited into that place and essentially disappeared with it. And um, naturally on slash r slash bitcoin, they put up the number for suicide hotlines. People have lost. Explain, explain bitcoin, just in case. I mean, I know what it means, but. I don't. Exactly. So a bitcoin is a type of currency that is exchangeable on the internet. You can The idea being that it's an alternative to like a country-based money. So you buy bitcoins with your money, and then you have X number of coins, and then you can use those coins to buy other things. Like power reps? Yes, like power-ups, except that you buy real things with them. Although, I, I suppose real things in this world could power you up, like like protein shakes yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Well, apparently a lot, a lot of drug dealers use it. Yes. Like, so it has some interesting alternatives to regular currencies in that it's not regulated by any governments, which could be a good thing if you want to buy illegal things like drugs 
or guns. If, if you want, or guns, or if you want to do trade across international borders without paying taxes and whatever, all of this stuff is not regulated. It also has some bad things like this BitTorrent exchange or this Bitcoin exchange, which could have been considered to be a bank if it was exchanging money like a like a regulated type of currency. Well, there's no governmental protection for these guys, so there is no nothing stopping them basically for running off with everybody's money, which is quite possible that that's what happened. Wow. Um, That's pretty sad. So here's here's yeah. the thing. I just want to tie this in with past episodes. Sure. It sounds to me that if there were going to be a group of people using bitcoins, yeah, and then possibly abusing bitcoins, yeah, they would probably be Eve players with a history of fucking everybody over. Well, there's some similarities there. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Like a currency that only has value because people say it has value, and that it's completely controlled and not moderated by anybody. Yeah, it's Eve. A little bit. A little bit. Like, a little bit. Like, yeah. for sure there's, like, real world, so it's, like, there's not, like, the same level of, like, star fighting. Yeah. But it's just, like, in the same way that people are like, hey, wait a second, I have all these bitcoins, and just because people trust me, tee <laughs> Speaking of EVE, that actually happened in EVE many times. People yeah, tried repeatedly. tried to make banks in EVE, and then it never worked. Everybody always ended up running away with the money. Yeah. Something else, um, uh, if you go to um, polygon.com, Okay. They have a gigantic article up about Eve that is like trying to get out the, the like details of it without being boring and giving you the whole story, talking okay. about like the famous people in Eve, and it's it's actually like a really fucking well written article, super interesting. Right there's now. there's there's a a website uh, called like the History of Eve or something like that, really? where it's like where there's like blog style posts that like you do need to know a little bit about Eve to so you yeah, might it, it might make more sense to you than to me, but yeah. I was like. Well, I was trying to like skim around it when we were talking about the uh, Titan Omaki, whatever. Yep, yep. When we were talking about that, um, just to try to get a little bit of perspective, and it's like a lot of the major events and like the major betrayals and like the major rivalries and all that stuff right. are all like here are the events that led up to it. Here's the repercussions. Here's the events that led up to it. Here are the repercussions. Like, huh. also very cool in terms of just like the stuff that's gone on. Yeah, the um, the Polygon article goes through all of that stuff. I, I was shocked at the, the level of quality. Really? Yep. Anywho, the um, so Mount Gox. Mount Gox. This is like it's kind of it's kind of funny. I don't know if you were in the same boat as I'm sure many many geeks were. About eight years ago, they heard about Bitcoin and was like, "Huh, I should put a couple hundred bucks into that just to see what happened," and uh, didn't bother getting around to it. Well, yep. um, the people who did do that are all right now multimillionaires. Like it was. It increased in value fast enough that you, if you had put a thousand bucks into it back in yeah. the day, you'd be a millionaire. Now. I watched. There was an That's economist. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. However, it, it's a crazy thing. Yes. Like there was like the Stephen Colbert had an economist on maybe about a year or so ago. Okay. Like talking about like the only reason you would ever put money in bitcoins is the same as putting money in a wishing well. <laughs> like it's like maybe they're little like if you made money out of that wish that you got, it's not actually related to the money you put in. Yeah. It's like a bunch of other crazy things happened. <laughs> and then, like, you ended up with money. Like, they're well, like, that's like, the, like, that's the same level. They're like, if it paid off, it's a crazy thing. They're like, because there's no fucking, there's nothing to stabilize it, like, whatsoever. Okay. Like, because there's no real resources that it's based around. Well, it's only an agreed upon value. Not entirely true. There is the processing element to it, right? Mm. Because there's a certain amount of like you can mine bitcoins by having computer processors run algorithms, uh, and it takes more and more algorithms as time goes on to get a bitcoin out. So that is actually a stabilizing factor, and the fact that there will be a point where there will never be another bitcoin mined. So there's a li- it is a limited resource in a weird yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still a crazy thing. The, the thing that that I, I would disagree with that me not being an economist, so you can take a, this opinion is worth <laughs> exactly as much as they the yeah. But like, there exists the need for a currency that is not managed by a particular national government. Oh, absolutely. Like, and he 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 said the same thing. Yeah. He was like, "This is not the solution that everybody using Bitcoin hopes it is." Right. Like, did he say why? I'm, I'm super curious. Uh, like he, it, it was really, really brief. It was okay, like it was okay. a Colbert interview, whatever. Right. And he's just like, because there isn't like a stabilizing factor or whatever else like that. Mm-hmm. He's like, if there was even, he's like, like the what he talked about as like an alternative, because like Colbert was like, oh, like what's the alternative? He's like, if there was a currency that was a flat fucking currency that would never become more or less valuable, and that every company signed off that like say point zero one percent or whatever of their wealth would be this currency they're like that's how it would be because huh. every country would have a like an infinitesimal 
investment in it, in it yeah. so that it would be fucking monitored and regulated. And the currency would never go up or down. It would just be a completely flat currency that was completely immune to like market movements and all that stuff. Hmm. They're like, that's what you kind of want for internet money. Right. As Whenever you guys launch into discussions like this, I feel like an eight-year-old at a dinner table with my parents and their friends again. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. No, I just this is just I'm like, adult talk is scary. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I don't know if you get, if you get what I'm getting at though, where it's just like the idea of the amount fluctuating uh-huh. is like is that's where like like that's what people want to invest in a currency, but that's not what you want from a fucking unregulated currency because it's too crazy. Anyway, we can talk about other fun stuff, like knives. I like knives! <laughs> I can do those! Swords! <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I guess we spend all our days reading shit on the internet. And, like, I gotta don't... do that to stay on top of this stuff. I, I never have. Yeah. I just can't... I mean, the only time I ever... I, I've even learned what a meme is from you guys, like, maybe six years after the words was invented, saying, how the fuck do you not know what that is? What do you think this photo is? I'm like, I've never seen this photo before. Well, you only learned and, to and like torrent a little while ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, you mean last summer when you came over and showed me how? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's fun. But that's why you're friends with us. Yay, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're like a portal to the internet. I'm a portal to the past for you guys. <laughs> exactly. Tell us about the petrol rabbits. The what? The petrol rabbits. Fuck you. I'm just going to tell you about Metallica and 80s cartoons. That's all I'm going to do. What the hell is a petrol rabbit? The petrol rabbits is the story from Transformers the movie when they want to hear Cup's old war stories. Grimlock tells them to tell me about the petrol rabbits I've again. been out. Blam! <laughs> I've been schooled. Okay, thank you, Keith. Tell us that. about the petrol rabbits, I've been Cup. knocked down a peg or two. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So, yeah, so... So people just stole three hundred thousand dollars, and there's no repercussion because there's no insurance. Like yep, <laughs> and lots the- and lots of people are freaking out, and of course the whole Bitcoin uh, industry is going like up and down. The prices are going all over the place. Yeah. Every time I hear that prices are going up and down, it makes me think I want to throw some money in there and see how it goes. Let's try to buy buy low, buy low. Yeah, it is. It is like gambling, basically. Yeah, You're like you know, you wouldn't put in money that you you wouldn't be okay losing. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. That that was the other thing the guy that I was talking about. He's like he's like it's not an investment. It's, yeah. Just a crazy thing to put your money into. See what happens. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, ah, and it and it could like be and it can never be stable because there's no there's no like resource like because like the Bitcoin resource is only an agreed upon. Yeah. There's no actual fucking commodity back but behind it. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how you doing, Sophie? I have a new puppy named PB Buttercup. Princess Bubblegum. Yes, Princess Bubblegum. We call her Bubbles, uh, but what? now it's turning into Bubs. <laughs> I don't know what's what going about on. about Bubs? Isn't that? No, isn't no. That? Oh, no. Usually Finn calls her PB. Yeah. Like, what's happening, PB? Right. And it's, uh, was it Rainbow and Buttercup? No, Rainbow and bub- Bubbles and... What? There's the one episode about... Uh, there's gay unicorns. <laughs> no, there's an episode about Princess Bubblegum and uh, Lady Rainicorn. I think it's called Lady and Bubbles, or Bubbles huh. and Lady, or whatever. So there is that. There's a precedent. So I have a puppy. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bulldog. It's a tiny. Lot. It's a tiny little British bulldog, and she's already almost doubled in size since we got her a week and a half ago. And does she poop? She poops like a lot. <laughs> Importantly, does she chill out your other crazy dog? Yes, a lot. They yeah. they they play together. Uh, it's adorable and sometimes worrisome. Um, Why? Because it's, they sometimes go at it a little harder than they should. Dogs kind of know what they're up yeah, to. Totally. Yeah, they do know what they're up to. It's just that she has baby teeth, which are very tiny and pointy, mm-hmm. and hurt a lot more than normal dog teeth. Like, she's still teething, so she still has baby teeth. I don't believe that could possibly <laughs> be true. <laughs> like, a, an animal... I think that they pinch, but I don't think yeah, they could like, do, like, real damage. It, it might, like... They hurt. Yeah, might, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they absolutely hurt, but dogs are, like... like a, dogs are into that shit. An adult dog that would bite you hard would do way more damage than this little dog. I mean, just, in reference its... to playing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, only in reference to playing. Lola okay. has control. Uh, Lola is the older dog that I have. She's a year and a half. She has, you know normal dog teeth and she's yeah, yeah. learned to control it so it's That's not as painful point. when she nips and this tiny dog is like Nyar! and it's Watch out. out the pen Sophie I'm not touching the goddamn couch Keith it's not for me it's because of Sarah will hurt us it's true anyway. anyway so is it super fun and you're like having the dogs yes I just I'm having a hard time um, t- toilet training and all that stuff because they're particularly stubborn dogs 
Yeah. Yeah. But it's all I remember from Bulldogs was on the Osborne show where the dog just fucking ate everything and puked all the time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> just like Ozzy. <laughs> exactly. Just like Ozzy. Or it would just be like if they like left like they, he would always be like rummaging through fucking garbage cans. Like yeah. he just knock over the garbage can and just go to town on whatever's in there and then throw <laughs> up later. Yeah, and but he's like Bulldog. <laughs> so new new dog com- combined with old dog and a uh, new job mm-hmm. means I have had no time to do anything like fun. That's not true. Well, okay, I was at D and D at it your was, house yesterday. My, it wasn't oh, very fun. This is actually what I wanted to open with, but then we talked about Akira. Uh-huh. What I was actually last night, guys? okay. Yes, <laughs> my level one half orc <laughs> cleric died, <laughs> saving three halfling children from orcs and oozes. It's um, true. Did it was heard? a heroic death. They, were, they built a funeral pyre for me afterwards and spoke words. And I was everybody's friend. I was a half orc named Baby. Uh huh. I. Level one characters for breakfast. <laughs> yes, you do. But this this was our second game, and we're playing with new players. Yes, and so how did you kill a level one? So, th- for the listener, John is running. Uh, John has been running a, a Redwall version of the, a game of D and D game for fucking years. I guess five years almost. Yeah, even Something more maybe. Possibly even like, more. I think we started right when Sarah and I started dating, and that was that'd be six years ago in May. Huh. So okay, cl- coming up on six years, and yeah. so John loves this world of Redwall. And now he started another version of it for Sophie and her friends. Yeah. Starting yep. back in not the same place that we started. So we know all these things. When he's like, they're fighting slimes. We're like, adorable. Yeah. Wait till they want to kill each other in five years. I know. And we keep... <laughs> <laughs> it, it's awful. Like, we're all rolling like crap and trying to figure out how to gel as a group. And two players are, are not experienced players. But so you only got one power. What? They only have one power? I, you to know, hit. I it, I felt really bad about it. I think I think I probably should have like given you guys warnings about how critical the situation was, you know, before it got to the point where you could bleed to death. Because like <laughs> she she ran out in front basically. She's the cleric, you know, and she ended up like tanking out. I was like, she ran out in front. She's the cleric. I know, I know. Right, right away, there's like warning bells that probably <laughs> should be going on. But then like people didn't really react to that, and yeah. I was like, everybody here has like played video games at least a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? They're probably gonna know. And then she got like knocked knocked unconscious by the orcs. And then I was like, okay, her friends are probably gonna run over and try and save her now. Yep. And they just like round after round, they just chose not to. And so she lay there bleeding to death until the point where I was like. Okay, you know, like, and I was, ex- I was like explicit. Okay, like, here's how death works, guys. She has to fails three saves, and if she does that, <laughs> she bleeds to death. So she's bleeding to death now, guys. And then, and then Sophie's like, I roll. Ooh, I failed the first save. Then I'm like, okay, that's 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 two more. And then, and then nobody does anything. And then she fails the ne- like she succeeds one, and then the next round she fails her second one. I'm like, okay, one more fail, and it doesn't then reset. You're dead. It doesn't go back. And then only when I was like one more roll did everybody else around the table be like, oh shit, we should do something about this. And they literally left her there alone with like nobody going. <laughs> I got really mad when we did that for him. I just I like I was sure people would react to that. And then when they like and so part of me is like I didn't I didn't like stress how critical a situation this was. I should have been more about that. But then at the same time, people gotta learn these lessons, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's also it's, like I don't you were more upset about me losing my character than I was. I was like, well, Oh well it's not a huge loss, it's no. a second session. Like not to say yeah. I mean like obviously it's still a character loss, but it, it's like, it was fun. I, I liked my concept. I thought it was cool and it, it could have gone really cool places, but and it, honestly it's fine and I, I don't mind. I, I knew that I couldn't get too attached to things because it's it's a very different setting. I'm used to playing with extremely experienced players who yeah. more often than not will stop me when I'm doing something stupid um, because I have a tendency to do that in games sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, in this, I, I have to be the one stopping other people. Oh, like, very much so. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like telling John the Scottish John that it's not okay to hang out in the back of the house playing with a frying pan poking an ooze when a bunch of people are dying out front. He's, he's when the, he is the tank! <laughs> he was like, I don't want to take out my, 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 my gigantic hammer. The oozes it are going to eat it through my It might get maze. broken or damaged somehow. <laughs> so he sits there mashing on the enemies with a frying pan. Doing For like the, five rounds. Not five. Be was fair, it? the full extent of the combat. He did nothing other than okay. mash those things <laughs> in the corner needlessly. And, and every round, like, Nobody seemed to be concerned with the fact that there was somebody just being useless in the corner. Nobody said anything. You can t- I did. Like, I told him to get his ass out there, and he it, didn't, which is why I ran out. Yeah. But then you yeah, died. That's true. That's yeah. true. But then you couldn't tell him anything when you were bleeding to death. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I was like, yay. Just lie there Ow. and bleed. Yeah, but this happened in the in the double dungeon there, like the, the mirror dungeon. Yeah. 
where Gethiel pointedly didn't raise Bren. <laughs> and then King Bren got so mad. And I thought that was a little bit of metagaming, because I was like, you didn't know how long you were out. <laughs> you don't know how long I left you. <laughs> like, what's yeah. your, what's your, what's, what, here, DM call. Uh-huh. How aware of time are you while you're making saving throws? You gotta be fucking out of it. You're unconscious. You're completely yeah, exactly. unconscious. Yeah. So he was metagaming if he was like, you let uh. me out for all this time. I was like, no way, I helped you when I could help you. Just the fact that that was like five rounds in. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> but no, this is fun. I, yeah. I'm, I'm liking this because it is throwing me into zany situations that um, I otherwise would not expect at all. Good. good. Yeah, I'm so glad. It, it's good. And I'm looking forward to Sam possibly joining if he, uh-huh. if he ends up agreeing to it. Cool. Yeah. 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 So John killed your character. Yeah, you bastard, John. Hey, I, I got spent it. hours no, and I was hours. Talking about, I was talking about Scottish John. Scottish oh. John killed his character. Killed your character oh, through yes. his inaction. Okay, hang on. Uh, I'll re- re- redirect that on yeah. her. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. bastard, John. <laughs> Scottish one, John. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're good. And we got- that's that's what happened. Cool. I already have a new concept. I'm good. You want to share? No. Oh. It's a shaman. <laughs> she wants to play a shifter shaman. Never heard yeah. of those before. No, no, it's, it's no crazy. not it's at all. Good. I want to be as stereotypical as possible. I was going to play a druid, but whatever. We need a healer. Be a shifter shaman, because it'll be fine. <laughs> I know. It's going to be so good. Okay. Are you guys referring to the other game? Yeah. Yeah. Because oh. Jaime plays one. <laughs> Later, guys. I wasn't going to say anything. I'm out. It's a shifter shaman, and you can be the last of your time. Is this why you stood up and said, I love it? Yeah, that is exactly why I stood up and said, I love it. Be the last of your tribe. God damn it. No. <laughs> no, actually, I'm trying to get Sam to play my brother who happens to be a shaman fighter. He should be a mercenary who wields an axe. I, no, we need a fucking healer. No, no, no. You could be the healer. You could be a shaman healer. Yes, Sh- I am yeah. a healer. And then and then your brother could be uh, bar- like a mercenary a barbarian, barbarian with yeah. like an axe. Yeah. Rawr. Named Axe Brew. You're just rewording what I said. <laughs> Axe Brew. That would be DDR's concept. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. The, 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 the barbarian axe wielding shaman, or shifter, who's the brother of the, yeah. sh- the shifter shaman. They're both dead now. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you guys can bring new life to the concept because they're probably both dead. Anyway, talking about D&D games, probably not quality podcast material. I feel that anybody who's at the 40 minute mark is just on for whatever we're fucking saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anybody who's listened this long isn't going to be like, going to turn it off now. <laughs> they're gonna just I'm already through 40 minutes of this crap. With exactly. Background they're going to finish out the hour. Oh, that's sad. Oh. Speaking of sad, Scott's not here. Yeah. It is sad. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah, he's apparently like super sick too. Like really? he was, yeah, yeah, he was like completely fucking bedridden and was like, Slept the whole weekend and mm. all that shit. Oh, that's slept awesome. through the gold medal game. I don't know if he slept through. Maybe. He hey, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. That was fun as fuck. We, we won the gold medal game. And we all got up at like seven o'clock in the morning. And well, got it. up earlier than that. They yeah. puck dropped at seven o'clock. That's true. You guys actually got up at seven. I got up at six. I had to walk over. Yeah, I was up at six thirty. Wow. Because mm-hmm. the 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 deal was, and I like why, like you had to basically be up at if you cared about the game at all, you had to be watching it live because it's fucking. People are going to be outside honking their horns and shit. They're going to honk their horns. Facebook will explode. You might get text messages from somebody being like, yeah. I'm drunk at a bar watching the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's fucking the – for the last one, I don't – like I said, I I didn't get the numbers on this one. But for the last time, which admittedly was during the day, so presumably this is a little less than that. Yeah. uh, Two-thirds of the country watched the last gold medal game when it was in Vancouver. That's okay. a lot Two of people. Two out of three Canadians were watching that game. So it's like, how can you possibly hope to, for it to remain like a secret if you're like PVRing it? When that I was... actually had to research who won the game at the end of the day because I didn't know. Huh. How did your Facebook feed not explode with like, yeah. yay? I don't know. I was really hungover on Sunday, so I, I, I don't really know. know. I had a couple of people who went to uh, went to Sports Station, whatever, oh, yeah, and they were like, a madhouse. it was super, apparently super, super fun. And it was just kind of like, it was like everybody just sort of like, Awkwardly being like, when do we order beer? <laughs> like, Can I like get chicken wings. It's seven in the morning. Yeah, exactly. And apparently, it was wings. like it was basically like beginning of the second period. People were like, it's time. <laughs> like they everybody like <laughs> remained sober, or whatever, for like right. the first period. Like it's seven, like quarter to eight. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can only imagine there were some fucking people who had some sloppy days. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> they're getting fucking, 
They're like drunk by 9.30 in the morning because the hockey game started. Yep. Like it's going to be even crazier, knock on wood, if Canada makes it to gold medal in South Korea because the gold medal game is always the afternoon of the closing of the last day of the ceremonies. It's like, it's... Uh, Are the Olympics done? Yeah. That was it. Oh. Yeah. The men's hockey is the only thing that happens the last day, uh-huh. <laughs> and it happens in the afternoon to not interfere with the closing ceremony. So I'm it's a al- bad Canadian. <laughs> so it's always an afternoon game, yeah, and it's always on the last day of the ceremony. So it's always on a Sunday. Um, so, but in fucking South Korea, what is that? What time does that put it? It at? would be one o'clock in the morning ish. Oh my god! And I was That's like, gonna that be a messy. That night. will be the. I was like, that will have to be so many police officers, <laughs> fucking around, <laughs> like. The game's starting at 1. Everybody's going to be pretty much at bars early to make sure that they have a spot. Yep. Fucking getting drunk since from the and moment they the get there. The bars are all going to find ways to stay open. It's going to be right till 3, right? It's perfect. Yeah, well, they'll probably do it till 3.30. And yeah. they'll just be like, last calls at 3. Everybody gets like another round for the fucking last half hour. And yep. then just fucking drinks out to 3.30. Crazy. And Or they might also just get bylaws to stay, be open, like what Alberta did. Did Alberta they? passed a special 24-hour bylaw allowing bars to be open and serving beer at five as of 5 o'clock in the morning. Just for the game. Just for the game. Just for last Sunday. That's adorable. Yeah. Man, that is so Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to pass a law really quick. Yeah, exactly. we got to make sure that this is legal. Yep. <laughs> well, because it, it would be otherwise illegal. Like, yeah. you're like, obviously people want to fucking sit and watch this fucking game at a bar, but it yeah. would be illegal for the bar to even be open. Like, I think it was illegal for Montreal bars to serve before 8. Really? Like, I think that they... They probably broke that, that yeah, rule. It, yeah. Probably. But, I mean, but also, they could have just been, like, have some fucking nachos or something yeah. until whatever. Funny nachos? I is said, it? have some fucking nachos. Uh. But, yeah. Yeah. But it'll be stupendous. Yeah, so it was fucking delightful watching it. Canada yeah. dominated. Like, well, it, like, the first ten minutes were the most interesting part yeah. of the game. Yeah, like, yeah, Because yeah, sure. both teams were coming out strong. And then yeah. Canada got the lead, and then... The Sweden never really caught up. Yeah, exactly. Well, and it was just like they're they're saying like historically yep. that Canada may be the most effective like team defensively of all time. Really? Like they're like there's absolutely no precedent for at the level of play that it was for a uh, international team to shut out both the semifinal and the final. Huh. They didn't get scored against by Americans, and they didn't get scored against by the Sweden. Yeah, so but the fucking Carey Price. Carey Price, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're like, that's... Cra- and like, Is he the goalie? Yes, yes. he's the goalie. Yeah. The goalie <laughs> from Montreal, the Montreal Canadiens, yeah. fucking backstop Team Canada and did not get scored on in the final two games of this yeah. tournament. Wow. Yeah. He, in fact, only allowed three goals in five games. So he let one goal in on the first three games and then just stopped. What's his name again? Carey Price. Okay. He's adorable. Uh, is he? Yeah. All right. And then there's also the adorable story that I shared in the thread today. Uh-huh. So Mike Babcock is the coach of the Detroit Red Wings <laughs> regularly. Yeah. And he is also the coach of Team Canada. So Mike ba- like they, they celebrated on fucking, uh, obviously on Sunday night, they just fucking won the gold medal. But a lot of them, like, well, almost all of them play on the Wednesday following mm-hmm. the game, and some teams even played on the Tuesday. This is back in the NHL, because all these guys are NHL players. All these guys are NHL players. Yeah. Okay. So all, everybody needs to fly back from Russia fucking deal with jet lag and be fucking competition ready within 72 or 48 to 72 hours after the fucking victory wow okay so they're like do we party do we not party whatever probably they're gonna party exactly yeah so they're they're definitely gonna party but they're maybe not gonna like maybe not go over to dunk right right and apparently like harry price was like yeah you know like uh coach said like i should probably have like a few more beers or whatever and so i just like i didn't worry about it too much and blah 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 but what's not what he didn't mention was that the next team that the Habs play are the Detroit Red Wings, which is Mike Babcock's team. On Tuesday. On uh, one Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So it's like so like three days so later. So he's like sabotaging that. Yeah. Shit. Exactly. So he's just sort of like, well, we won the gold medal. Now I got to worry about my team. Carrie, why don't you drink some more? <laughs> he goes back to Detroit. He's like, don't worry, guys. Carrie Price will be hungover and jet lagged. Yep. <laughs> we'll just make him feel like shit. I, I can only imagine like if you really get fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. And then jet lagged. It's gonna be a two or three day, probably feeling like fucking hell. I don't know, man. These guys are, are like real athletes. They recover from that shit fast. You think? Yeah. Aren't absolutely. they mostly in their twenties as well? They can still handle booze. <laughs> I don't know how fast you could recover if you don't drink typically for ten months. There's no way he doesn't drink for ten months. It doesn't drink They're a lot. hockey players. How many people don't have a beer every now and again? Seriously, I don't know, man. Probably not that often. 
You're supposed to be in like peak performance. I I don't believe you for a second. I think you're thinking of like '80s hockey players. I think nowadays, I'm like I'm sure they do like when they have yeah. like, but probably only like when they have like four or five days off on the schedule. Like if you're gonna if you're playing a game every two days, uh, you probably still have a bunch of beers after the game. That's I crazy. It. I don't think so. I really don't. think We should so. ask some hockey players. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying old timey hockey players, absolutely. Like yeah. Carbo and whatever. Like I guarantee it. But like nowadays, like. When you see them fucking running with the fucking pipes in their noses and all that stuff, I'm like, how Wait, could you... Wait, what? Wait, like, I'm sorry, what? What? When they're on, like, the treadmills with, like, the fucking thing monitoring their breath and then, like, the oxygen thing. They do that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Huh. Wow. Dude, they're fucking getting paid millions of dollars to play hockey. I don't know. The expectation is you keep yourself in the fucking fittest of possible fi- possible physical form. Yeah, but they're still, they're still pro athletes. Pro athletes don't... No, during uh, the off season they go yeah. fucking redonk. Like hookers and blow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like during the off season, absolutely. But I don't think during the regular season that that happens that often. Mm-hmm. It can't. And then when it did, they fucking got rid of all those players, like like a Stetsons and Higgins and Commissarek and whatever else like that. Like they fucking pointedly like got rid of them. Like that's a fucking bad thing to have on your team. Hmm. Anyway. Yep. We'll see. We'll see how Carey Price does when he plays against Detroit. If he plays against Detroit. <laughs> uh, we are... I only have five or six minutes left. That's okay. Yeah, no, I don't know if anyone had something they wanted to I get. went to a masquerade ball this weekend. Mas- Venetian style. Drag. How was it? <sighs> it was actually fun. I, I tried to make a papier-mâché uh, mask and failed miserably. Uh-huh. So I ended up sticking some horns on my forehead. And people really liked it. I was really popular for some reason. Did you get really hammered? No. You mentioned you were hungover on yeah, Sunday. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I, I didn't have dinner, and then I had a bottle of really cheap Dep wine, mm-hmm. and so I had a massive headache the next day, and my tummy was like, you bitch. Yeah, that's Dep wine. Yeah, and no, so that was really awful. Um, I, I didn't drink that much. I really didn't. Mm-hmm. And I had maybe like one drink at the party. This was all like before the party that we drank this. Right. So that, that was it. It was kind of cool. Everybody was dressed to the nines and, and had some neat masks, so... I think I, I want I want that to happen again. Huh, fun. Yes. I'm thinking of Venetian blinds. Yeah, you're the only one. <laughs> and with that, huh? The, the last. I like ending on a huh, huh. note. <laughs> <laughs> just like just playing. Actually, I had one thing. The last thing that I was going to talk about that I didn't talk about. Okay. Last time. Uh, fucking bravest warriors. Oh yeah. Bravest warriors. That's, heard, this is done by Mr. Pendleton Ward, the creator yes. of um, Adventure, uh, Time. Adventure Time. Yeah. You, yeah, Sarah made me watch an episode of this, or she told me to, and I did. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, it hits the ground a little weird. The, fir- it's almost, the first episode is not where to start. If you want to, like, if you're interested in it, I recommend the episode called Gas Powered Stick. It is a little towards the end of the first season, but if that episode likes it, then restart it at the beginning. Huh. Like, because it starts off and it's just like fucking zany and all over the place. Yeah. But it's, yeah. much like Adventure Time, every even everything that happens in that first episode has like multiple callbacks to it, even though it just seems like random fucking shits going on. Something did have me giggling incessantly, though. The, the name of the professor that kept naming everything after himself. Fart Sparkles. Fart Sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> exactly into the Fart Sparkle chamber where we're witnessing the Fart Sparkle effect. You really gotta let the, stop that guy from naming things after himself. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah that, yes. <laughs> Fart and then he's sparkles. like, "Put me to sleep." And then there's like poor goo on his head. Like, there's a lot. Actually, no. The first episode. I even fucked up the first episode. The first episode is almost completely a throwaway. Really? The second episode is where Stark gets stuff gets really weird. There's an emotion lord. Oh, what? Because fart sparkles wasn't weird enough. No, <laughs> that's amazing. It get it gets it gets really you good. See gas powered, <laughs> gas powered stick. Have like, you watched it? Yet? I only watched that one episode. Keith was like, "You have to watch this," and then I did, and I was like, "Yes, that was hilarious. I'll go back and watch the show." But <laughs> I've got to get gas powered stick. Never runs out of gas. <laughs> it's just a regular stick. It's so fucking weird. It's so good. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, Gas Powered Stick is, like, a perfect... If you're interested in this... Uh, yeah, so think of, like, Adventure Time a little bit fucking weirder and a little bit more adult. Mm-hmm. Let's say, like, a little less absolutely geared for kids, more, like, geared for teens, I guess. Sure. I don't even know. And it's six-minute episodes, and they're in the middle of season two. Hmm. And they've, uh, I think they're, like, 13-episode seasons or something. Six-minute episodes. Truly entertainment for the ADD generation. Absolutely. Yeah. And they come out every Thursday. Keith gives it three thumbs up. I do. Yep. The other thumb is my dick. 
Oh my god. <laughs> no. Well, thanks Keep. for that. That's how we end the show. <laughs> thanks uh. for listening, everybody. <laughs> this was the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Woo! like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, and also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 9ES or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. All right, thanks. 9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.